Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Now listen to the Overflow Podcast. Good to be mine. Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my neighbor? Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast. <laughs> As always, I'm Joaquin. Oh, my God. And I'm an embarrassed Jay. We <laughs> <laughs> started with that little ditty because it has to do with what we're going to be talking about today a little bit. Um, in light, right? In light of or with all the stuff that's been happening over the last... Blah, Nine days, eleven days—I have no idea. Um, it's been crazy, but we'll get to that in a minute. As always, we got stuff, to, to fun stuff to talk about before we get to the serious stuff. And I was always like to do. What's going on, Jay? How you doing? What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm chilling. Chilling. Just chilling. chilling. Just chilling. So how's your how uh how has your week been? Sipping out right. my Superman cup. Sipping out your Superman cup. All right. You know what? Since you're going to be sipping at your Superman cup, uh, let me get down here. I'm sitting at <laughs> that glitter, man. Grateful to DJ412 for hooking me up with his mug. Um, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Just chilling. Um, I've had... Uh, this week we've had uh we've had a few people over this week. Um Oh wow. I'm shocked. Yeah, so am I. We've had a few people over. Um You send everybody to a corner. <laughs> everybody has to stand in the corner and I throw food at them. And hopefully and they, have, they catch and they have to face the corner. Right? No, no, because then they won't be able to catch the food. So um, it's been it's been it's been dope. So something happened. <laughs> What we got? What we got? No, there's a saying that says you don't plan to fail, you fail to plan. Correct. So, with that in mind, we sold our table last night, our dining room table last night. You know, it was a high dining room table. Right. I hated it. It was around it, right? And um, so when it came time to today, breakfast and all that, like we had no table. thinking about everything i'm like you know that's that table is where i do uh where i work from home so uh yeah i just screwed myself Hmm, something (laughs) that's not quite right but luckily 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 juice came through and he blessed you up yeah he blessed me up with the with the with the desk that i'm just gonna honestly i'm just gonna keep as my podcast desk Okay. But um yeah, we're good. We're good. Everything's good. Like quarantine is has done us well. Oh, I forgot that one. Right. Right. We had right. no issues. Like we were able we were one of the few people that that were able to adapt great to quarantine. Like it wasn't a deal. It wasn't a big deal with us. Right, right. So right. um yeah, my mom has been coming like every day for like the past month. 
she'll come and it's funny that like school's out but not according to my mom so she'll come over in the mornings and basically like homeschool both kids oh nice like she has work for them to do and they cut yo it's weird it's funny it's amazing because like we try that and they fight us a lot of pushback my mom comes not only do they do the kids do the work that she has planned but they do more they're like, Grandma, I want to do this too. I want to do that too. So, yeah, it's um, it's one of those weird things where we feel like crap, but then we're also like happy about it. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> How about you, man? What's good? Nah, man, things things been good this week. Just, I mean, I've worked every I worked every day this week. Uh, we just we're just we're down at work, so I got to go in and you know I'm putting in like ten hours a day. You're down for the protest? Well, we're we're down manpower wise. Okay, but because of the protests? No, no, no. Uh, just uh, we had a we had a kid uh, who was involved in a terrible motorcycle accident, um, and so he's gone. And then uh, one of the people that usually covers, you know, two to three days a week. This week she was like, I'm not working. So <clears throat> it just left a huge hole in in one of our in one of our shifts. So okay. I had to come in and, and, and cover and, but it's been all right, man. It, it, you know, it's not, I mean, it's worst things in the world, right? I mean, I got a job that I can go to. So, exactly. you know, all things being, and then, yeah, with all the protests and the, well, not even the protests, let's be real with all the rioting, that's really, you know, just the rioting really kind of amped up some of the stuff at work. And then along with the COVID calls that were still Right, that we're still getting in, so it was, you know, it was busy, but it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, um, you know. All things, all things, you know, being considered and, and, and being what they are, uh, we did have some stores affected, but um, you know, but that's a lot of places had some stores affected, right? So, so yeah, man, just doing that. I'm, in, I'm on day, I'm on day seven. Of the uh, 30-day carnivore challenge that I'm doing, along with uh, my girl, where all I do is eat meat. So your girl is with you. She's doing the carnivore 100%. challenge. How, how many days are you doing this? 30 days to start. Uh, takes 30 but days. To start. Well, my 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 plan is to uh, my plan is to after 30 days, then go 90, then go 60, then go 90. I'm looking at completely changing how I eat, what I do. Um, I've lost, uh, man, I, when I started the challenge, I was like at 253. I kind of climbed back up, back down to like 245-ish, where which is where I was before, you know, kind of pre-Puerto Rico. You know, I kind of been stuck there, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's all about trying to, you know, yeah, it's just trying to lose weight, but it's just... Every, you know, it's just everything with when you're when you're eating so much protein and and uh, stuff. Um, muscle, you know, body composition starts changing a little, and I'm feeling a little. I feel lighter again, even though even though I'm not lighter, I kind of feel lighter. Um, but yeah, man. So it's it's just, it's a process. Um, it takes time, and just like you know, it took time for me to get to 360 pounds. It's gonna take me time to to get down to you know I. Uh, I was talking to a guy 
Uh, I sent you his information. He was the uh, the Asian dude that AJC did the thing on, and he was yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he went down like uh, I I had a consult with him, and he was like, yeah, hey, yeah. He goes, you do the process. He goes, you can easily get down to 160, 170. So that's the goal, man. 170, 160. But uh, yeah, man. Next week. What's your girl's goal? Um, I think she just wants to lose five pounds. I think that's. But I. <laughs> but, but I'm like, no. I keep telling her, I'm like, babe, I'm like, babe, think about it. Be in our 40s, go to the beach. Like, there's a process, right? So next year, right? Because the beach this year is kind of shot a little bit, right? Oh. Go to the beach a little bit, a little bit. So I said, we yeah. next year though, we we plan it next year. We go to the beach, man. We'll be rocking abs. We could do it. And she was like, hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, yeah, cause remember the guy that I showed you, like he's forty seven, he's your age, and the dude is, you know, okay, he's all cut. So I'm doing it, oh, y'all gonna see there. this. Y'all gonna see Gonzalez is gonna have boom, boom, at least two, at least four, at least four abs showing, boom, boom. But yeah, man. So this week start. Uh, last week I didn't work out. I uh, just what's this the. Like, you know, it's funny how a new schedule kind of throws everything out the window. Yeah. Now, the schedule looks like a little more tenable, so uh, a little more consistent. So back to the gym, boom, boom, working out, doing my Orange Theory, and go from there, man. I'm going to do this. Next time you, next time people they're standing there side by side, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be all yoked up. Jay will be with his pot belly. That's it, man. Just doing that, man. That's been my life. Work, come home, work, come home, go see my girl for an hour, come home because I've been working late. So it's just, you know, uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds it. But, you know, like I said, life is good, man. I got um, got a job, you know, got a girl that likes to bust my chops. What more could I ask for? <laughs> what more? Yeah. So you're both doing that's dope that you're both doing. Yeah. She's on like she's like one hundred percent. That's why I was telling you earlier. We're talking about what we're gonna eat today. I'm gonna go over after we get done. And we're talking cuts of meat, and I was like, Man, picanha sounds delicious right about now. You know, Brazilian steakhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And uh so she texted me, she goes, I found some, I bought some. So when you come over, we'll throw it on the grill. I was like, Yeah. That's that's how that's my love language. Meat. (laughs) 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 So yeah, man. So we'll fry up some eggs, eat some beef, and boom, keep it moving. Keep I'm gonna send you some information. See if I can convince you to join me. Yeah, I don't think I could do um I don't think I could do full carnivore. I would have to talk to my doctor, but I don't think I can do full carnivore. I'm not against it because you're right, you know, all the meats, but yeah, you eat all the meats, uh, cook it every, everything in butter, eggs, some cheese, boom. So you normally eat anyway. I mean, I, I don't know. There's no stouts. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, 
mean, I don't know. I mean, with the diet, with the diet stuff with me, I, um, I'm pretty good. I've been pretty good. It's just, I don't know. Like this week has been weird for me. Right, right. Like, like all around. So like even that's been affected. But it's weird because like I haven't I haven't been eating. Right? I haven't been eating. So it's just I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah. Well I'm gonna say what I'll do is I'll send you a website. Uh, and then you in that website you can read like testimonials and stuff of people that have done that have done it um, with all different kinds of health issues. And you can kind of see if that's something that you might be willing to, you know, try for 14 days just to see how it makes you feel. I don't know. But anyway, enough of food because now I'm starting to get hungry. Hungry. Uh, so, oh, all right. So fun stuff, right? This week has just been nothing but downer, 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 downer. And I mean, I don't know how else to say it. If, if you watch the news for any length of time, you'll either you'll get angry, depressed, sad, suicidal, homicidal, uh, genocidal. Uh, genocidal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's just been it, it is, you know, this is why and I think we've said this before. Right. Like, yo, like watch the news maybe once a day and then that's it. Because if you have it on too, too much. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your spiritual health, right? Um, I know at work. If you're lucky enough where you can do that, yes, do that. You know, um, on time. But I mean, I have to have it on at work. We have to have it on at work, you know, all the time, and I have to walk out of the room like and just and just, you know, scream into a. You know, scream into a bag, ah! You know, just because it's just it'll it'll just it'll make you insane. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Jay works for the news, but you don't. But that's the the point, though, right? It's like at least for you, it, it pops up, so you can kind of ignore it for a little bit before you have to jump into it. But when it's on TV and it's just constant, just that road, right? It's that it's on that repeat over and over. Right, we talk so about I, the same so, five so things. As you as you know, I. I shut everything down on the weekend, right? So because I'm yeah. I'm immersed in it every day of the week for work, I just come Friday, I'm done all weekend. If Jesus would come back on the weekend, I wouldn't know it. <laughs> you would because you get an Amber Alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so messed up. You think you're wrong, but you know, you know what I mean. Nah, man. Yeah. So, so with that, you know, just a couple of fun things we want to talk about because we we didn't get to do a podcast last week. Um, yo, so it's been officially confirmed. Um, we've talked about it, but now it's official, official, and we'll yo because we don't care. The Snyder Cut is officially coming to HBO Max. Wow, wow, wow. We had said it should. We were there, and it is. How do you feel about it, No, I'm sorry. The deal is that, right? We've been saying this for a while. Even before there was the possibility or the probability that (laughs) that it was out, 
it was going to be out. Like we've been saying that the best thing HBO can and can do and what they should do is drop the Snyder Cut on HBO Max. Right? Mm-hmm. Even before we knew that it was going to be called HBO Max, when we were still calling it the Warner Media streaming platform. platform like, we've been right, saying, right. If you, like, look back. When we first mentioned this, we mentioned the best thing, the greatest idea ever is to get the Snyder Cut on HBO Max. And sadly, yes, because of everything that's happened in the world, uh, we didn't have a podcast last well on in, in, in the States, not in the world. Right. In the States. Right. Um, we didn't have a we didn't have an episode. We didn't record an episode for last week when the news came out. But still, like we're here, right? And we're super excited to say that yes, 2021, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League will be on HBO Max. Now they haven't announced if it'll be a movie, which it might not be because according to what we've read for all these right. years, right. it's like four hours. Four hours long, right? So hope so maybe they'll um either four or six weekly installments. Right. right? So four right. half hour, forty five minute installments or you know, I mean six or four hour installments. The best news about that, if you were to ask us, because we're huge fans, is the fact that Ben Affleck will be back. We'll be back. We'll be able to see him again as Batman, which you ask us and you didn't, but we don't care. We're going to say it anyway, right? He is, according to us, the best Batman. Yes. Right? yes. The best actor to wear the cow. So that's super exciting. And I'm going to use this as a segue for Joaquin to give you another amazing and dope thing that we heard that could be right now it's 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 just rumor, but we'd be super excited if it becomes reality. Yes. Yes. So, so where's the echo coming? Hello? I have no idea. I don't hear, uh, you don't hear, you don't hear okay. an echo. All right, so, All right, so the, the most exciting most rumor to come, to come out, out of this is, is that, that they're talking about bringing Ben back as Batman to direct his movie, The Batman. His Batman which, movie. Which has the Batman versus the Deathstroke. <laughs> right. So if you remember... So if you remember years and years ago, Ben Affleck um, released... Uh, test footage. A test test footage of Manginelli in the Deathstroke costume and that was going to be used for the Ben Affleck... The Ben Affleck written and directed and star movie of the Batman, version of the Batman, right? And we saw we, we saw a glimpse of that at the uh, post-credit scene of Justice League. Right. right. Right? So that Ben Affleck, that Batman, that Deathstroke, that storyline with Lex Luthor um, and Deathstroke, supposedly Deathstroke breaks Luthor out of jail, Right, 
So we're gonna we're gonna continue on that version, right? So we're gonna have the Jack Snyder, the Jack Snyder, the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League, and if Ben Affleck signs and he says yes, then we're gonna see his version that picks up after that post credit scene with Manginelli as Destro. Yeah. Fighting against the Batman. And I think they're going to introduce like one or two other bad guys. They probably won't have um, as much, as, as you know, as much um, camera time as, as Deathstroke, but it'll bring, it'll bring, it'll bring Batfleck back. Right? And that's what we all want. That's what we all want. Even you who think you don't want it, you want it. You want to see Ben Affleck in the cowl again as yeah, that's, that's just a rumor but we are super excited and we hope that it comes to fruition because and it, and it, once again and if they did it as a limited like 10 episode right arc a 10 episode story hour each or, or or you do uh you know if it's a movie two hour movie whatever it is but it needs to happen because um we need more ben affleck batman but wait, there's more. There's also a probability, not possibility, but a probability that we will get the full air cut of, of the Suicide Squad. Yes. Which is, if you read anything about it, is way more exciting and yes. way more interesting than what we got. Yes. If, if, if this has taught us anything, as far as the Snyder Cut and the air cut. Um, it has taught us that Warner Brothers needs to leave the direction of their DC movies alone. Yes. Leave them alone. Let the directors do their vision and create their movie and get your damn hands out of it. Like we received with, with Wonder Woman. What made Wonder Woman so great was the fact that with Wonder Woman, there were like, for the most part, hands off. Right. They let Patty Jenkins direct the movie that she wanted to make. Which which is what's, you know, you know, important. And, I, you know, that, that Warner Brothers uh, group is gone. That mess yeah. was with Snyder's. Yeah. So They're all gone. They've all been replaced. So, yeah. So which, this, this which is probably the only reason why we're getting all this greatness from them right now. Yeah, and listen, and if you want to be cynical and be like, oh, yeah, that's just a ploy to get more people to sign up for HBO Max. Okay. Okay, thank okay. you. Thank you very much. So what? They, they, they have to make money. It but made me sign. <laughs> right, but they're giving fans what they've been asking for. And, it, and it's not a, because it's not about whether, you know, and, and all the naysayers, oh, the movie's still going to suck or it's not going to be as good. That's, that's irrelevant. The point is we want to see the movie that Zack Snyder wanted to. We want to see what his vision was and ca to carry that out. I heard another rumor that, and this is a pipe dream rumor, um, and I think it was just a rumor just to be a rumor, was that, you know, they might approach Zack about finishing his arc. But I don't, I don't see that happening. And like I said, I think that was a rumor of a rumor of a rumor. Yeah, where they might approach him and you know and say, hey, do your last two movies because he was a doing a five he was a doing a five movie arc, so just it was supposed to be Justice League two and three. So they're like, why not let him come back and do two and three? I didn't know there was a three. 
yeah, yeah, that's that's the way it was gonna be. It was gonna be Justice League One, where when it ended, they see uh, Dark Side at the end of the boom tube, uh, right. crushing um, Steppenwolf's head. Uh, the second one was gonna be with um, uh, they go to yeah, hear the phone where they go to Apocalypse. Um, and, so Superman, take the, and Superman is um, compromised. Right, they go to Apocalypse to take the fight to Darkseid. He whoops all of them. Then it comes back to Earth where you have like the resistance, where the nightmare sequences fall. Yeah, and that's it. And that's that's what you get. So that will be Justice League 3 where they defeat Darkseid. Uh, kind of like Apocalypse War. Like, think that was kind of what... Think Apocalypse War. Word. So anyway, so yeah, and then the last fun thing we'll 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 bring up is uh looks like jay's man mr henry cavill is going to be wearing the cape if not in his own movie at least it looks like he's going to be showing up in uh in other movies other movies possibly black adam possibly shazam 2 <clears throat> and was there a third one i don't i don't remember if there was a third one <laughs> A third one or not, but well, the third one was the rumor that supposedly they are in talks of a Man of Steel too. Right. 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 What story that will be? I don't know. Like um, Henry Cavill has a Superman move, a story that he wants to bring into the theaters. It may. I. I don't think that that will be greenlit because. <laughs> Of the Christian um, undertones that the story in it, in and of itself, has, right? Even the fact that the whole beginning of the movie is Superman, um, not a, what is it, looking for leading and looking for advisement of a, of, of his pastor, right? <laughs> like he did in Man of Steel, right? So it may not happen that one specifically, but. I mean, the whole thing, the whole Man of Steel 2 may not happen, but still. So he's still going to show up. I know for a fact that uh, Black Adam, like The Rock, is not only Black Adam, but his production company, uh, what's it called? Like One Buck, whatever. Something like that. Something like that. Like Dollar Dollar Bill production company. Um, Look that up while I make a fool of myself. (laughs) They are... Some, okay, Dwayne. Yeah, The Rock. Um, they're they're also gonna have like some production credit in there as well, right? And The Rock's manager also manages Cavill, right? But seven bucks, huh? Seven bucks. Seven bucks. So <laughs> six more than what I thought. But also, The Rock himself has been very vocal about his Black Adam fighting. Fighting against Cavill Superman. He doesn't want anybody else to be Superman in the Black Adam movie. If they're going to put a Superman in Black Adam, whether the first one or the second one, he wants it to be Cavill. No one else. Right? And The Rock right now, like, he's making hit after hit after hit. Everybody's everybody's looking at him. Everybody's listening. Right? So, I mean, that's how we got the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Right. Right. Which is dope, right? So there you have it. 
There you have it. We got Cavill back. Cavill always said that the suit is still hanging in his closet, right? So we have Cavill back as also the best Superman to ever put on the game. <laughs> right? The best Superman. We got Ben Affleck as the best Batman, and we have Henry Cavill as the best Superman to put on the game. Let's let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Oh, now after this, we need um a series of um what is it? A world's finest. Give me, give me a world's finest. Especially, especially with the older Batman, right after he tried to kill him. <laughs> give me that world's finest on HBO Max, and we'll be good. I will yes. never cancel my subscription to HBO Max if you keep giving me these things. Yes. Oh yes. my. Goodness. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 the good news in the midst of all the bad that, uh, well, at least for me and Jay. At least for us. <laughs> that's the good news in the midst of all the bad, at least for me and Jay. Um, so you got HBO Max, right? Yeah. After the episode that we did. Yes, I did. I I picked up. I picked it up, and um, I haven't really because it's not on Roku or Fire. I haven't really been able to enjoy. Right. You know. But um, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm keeping an eye out. There's just, man, it's, it's full of stuff. Like, I'm, I think I'm going to stop watching TV shows and just start watching movies because there's so many movies on there. So, it's so loaded. And it's light. It's not even. Yeah, and they haven't even put everything in there for right now because of COVID and all these other things. But it's so, like, it's got so much content. Like, you know, right now, the only thing that we've really dug into is um Looney Tunes and Not So Late Show with Elmo, right? <laughs> Kids, because every time we try to find something, it's like it's it's a little bit overwhelming. I'm not gonna front. It's like it's a little bit overwhelming. Like we're looking like it's what do we choose? What do we choose? See, once the Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck stuff comes out, that'll make it easier. I make yeah. it hella easy. But like for right now, it's just it's a little overwhelming. I'm not even gonna front. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so that's exciting stuff, man. But the Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny stuff is dope. Like, is it? Yeah, it's dope. Oh, I'll have to check it out then. It's dope. It's dope. I I, I watch it for the for the kids. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But even me too. me too. I watch it for the kids. I watch it and I'm cracking up, and and the wife is like, "That's hilarious." The kids are just staring and they're not, they're not like no. They're not laughing, no, no reaction, and you are like falling off the <laughs> falling off the couch, just cracking up. I'm like, hey, it's not, it's not for them, it's for me. Right, so yeah, those, yeah, those, those kids don't know what they're missing. They don't but still, like they just at the end of the at the end of the episode, they're like, oh, that was funny, that was great. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, hold on a minute. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. So, yeah, I don't know where Jay went. If you're watching the video, if you're not watching the video, you're listening. Uh, Jay stepped out, so I'm just kind of babbling on. But super excited about that. Uh, wanted to give a plug to Stargirl if you've not watched it. Definitely check it out. Uh, it, I think it's got potential to be one of the best uh, 
best kind of superhero shows uh, we've had in a while. It's it's got that superhero, you know, that likeness to it. Um, it's and it's entertaining. So what was that, Jay? What you got? I don't know. What were you talking about? Oh, I was just saying, Star Girl. That they should check it out if they haven't. It's pretty good. Oh, Star Girl. Yeah. Star Girl. Yeah. 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 So, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm not going to front. It's good. Except that um, seeing, like I've seen all three episodes. Right. And I am glad that they went the CW route. Like, you know, the fact that it was supposed to be on, or it still is on DC Universe, right? So you have Titans. You have. Oh, they didn't go. They didn't go dark. Right. Right, you see it. I mean, it is good, but yeah. I don't it, know. Last last week's episodes. It is for the CW. Yeah, last week's episode was kind of was kind of you know. They had like, I don't know. I don't know that you could. I don't know that it's a CW. I don't know that it's it's not. Um, I don't know that I would say it's it's a. It also, I wouldn't. I don't say that it necessarily fits the CW aesthetic as far as with like the melodrama and the oh I like him but he doesn't like me and you know like it does. I mean, if you look, I mean, when you don't watch, <laughs> you don't watch Supergirl and all that. I mean, I don't either anymore. But it's got like that, like that safe aesthetic where sometimes bad things happen, right? So it's got that. And then it does fall on the line. Like right now, especially with the last episode, you see that they're setting up, they're setting up that teenage, that teenage um, drama, right? With her being all gushy over the kid who ends up being Icicle Jr. Oh, spoilers, right? So, but, but, but has she been gushy? I don't. I wouldn't say she's been gushy. Yeah, she was gushy that ep- on that episode because that's the only time they really showed them interacting. On that episode, they showed her all gushy. Nah, I think I think your I think your I think your gushiness level is is really really low. So any girl that looks at a boy, you're like they're being no, gushy no, in the classroom. In the classroom, when I she know that she wasn't gushy. That yeah, for her, look at her reaction again. You're gonna have to look at it again and see her reaction. You can find that clip on YouTube. See her reaction. That see it. It was real dumb. It was real dumb. It was real gushy. But she's a girl. She's a teenage girl. That's how they are, Jay. Exactly. And that's the CW. Like, that's the way CW handles those kinds of things. That's how everybody handles those kinds of things. That's not a CW thing. I think you're I think you're still bitter. I think you're still bitter about Supergirl. Um, that it just nah, Supergirl is horrible. It's permeating everything. Everything. Oh, Supergirl, is horrible. Supergirl is folk. All right. So that fake woke. All right, so check out Star Girl. Much better than Bat Batwoman, and much better than Supergirl from the gun from the jump. And there's the way they've set it up, fantastic. They're not giving you long, drawn out. Like, I like the fact that by episode three, she realizes there's consequences for her actions, and she realizes real, that she needs real, to right real consequences. So, um, yeah. So let's go ahead and. Uh, uh, this week's teaching, Jay, what you got for us? Or excuse me, excuse me, Pastor Jay, what you got yeah. for us? Right, so with everything going on as far as the protests and the killing of George Floyd and the racial tension, right, I have 
I have done. I had I had participated in a protest, right? I was out there in right. Marietta right. with Juice, with um, Leonce, pastor of renovation with um, Lecrae, right? We 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 were protesting. We were there. We were marching. We did the protest together, and and it was. It was cool. It was cool. It was a good thing to come together as believers um, against this injustice, right? But what I have not been in, been doing is engaging in conversation with believers and non-believers, and it's because of this. I am juxtaposed between the response of believers right. and, and the posture of when I say juxtapose, I mean that I am stuck in between how believers have been responding to this, how they've been using their platform to respond to this. And and I say that with with the exception of Lecrae and KB, right? Lecrae and KB, for me, have come out and talked about everything going on from a biblical perspective, right? And I'm going to be real honest, and they don't listen to this podcast anyway, but I'm going to be real honest. It doesn't surprise me coming from KB as much as it does from Lecrae. And I only say that, I don't say that to say anything against Lecrae, but, you know, we know, we've talked about this here, how he has, a couple of years ago, he's been more vocal about being pro-black than, right, right. than pro-faith, Right. But now that's not the case. Now he's finally been able to find a way to um, merge them. to merge them and see that they're both equally important and one has a lot to do with the other and vice versa, right? So, um, but for the most part, a lot of our fellow Christians are standing on a platform of race before faith, right? Race over faith, Right. And I can't sign up for that, right? I can't sign up for that because although race is important, right? Race is important. We adhere and we respond and we come from a place of our faith before our race. Right, right. And, um, and it's very easy because of everything and the historicity of it all uh, to make race or the issue of race an idol, right? It's very easy to make it into an idol where, where Jesus takes second place, right? Because I see like the whole evangelicalism and something against evangelicals when, you know, look at the definition, by the definition, we are all evangelicals. That has nothing to do with race. So then, but then they classify white evangelicals and all white evangelicals have to do, 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 and have to do this and respond and answer to for the things that have happened 400 years ago. And it's like, and then you have the posture of, of the church. That hey, hold on. Hey. So I, I just want to say evangelical, uh, the definition, because so we oh, can, uh, so yeah, yeah. people can understand the framework evangelical. Of or according to the teaching of the gospel or the Christian religion. Adjective, noun, a member of the evangelical tradition in the Christian church. Right. right? Doesn't say white 
black, Asian, Hispanic, right? You know, it's it's the teaching. So, um, you know, I think I think that's important, right? I think it's important that we understand we have that framework because, like you said, people immediately want to throw it as a white thing or this right. thing or whatever. Right, right. You see, I have a guest. Yeah, there's a guest in the background <laughs> watching the video. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so all that to say that um, the 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 response of the Christian should never be a response of race first, of white first, black first, or whatever that may be. And then the posture of a, of the church. And when I say the church, I mean the global church, right? I'm I'm generalizing. I'm talking about all of us, the church body, um, right, right. should not be a posture of silence, right? But, and here comes, you know, here's where I take a, a page out of my rebel leader handbook. <clears throat> it should also not be a posture of apology, right? I don't think that the church should apologize for something done by a group of people 400 years ago, right? right. Same way, the same, the same way, um, like the Jews won't apologize to Christians for something that they did 2,000 years ago, right? It, and it's and and it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Not only is it never gonna happen, but we also shouldn't demand it. Right, we shouldn't demand it because my Jewish friends now that I can have conversations on Jesus and we can have life-giving and enriching talks on Moses and Elijah and Jesus and how I see things and how they see things right. Right. Of tradition and because of whatever, right? Um, I'm not going to tell them, well, no, you should apologize and we demand apologies, right? Or how I said before. Not here, but in another conversation I was having, right? Um, I don't see Egyptians or Africans um, apologizing to Jews for the pyramids and for the time that they had Jews as slaves, right? Right? It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, right? And it's also, and the Jews, the Israelites aren't demanding it, right? So, I, but at the same time, I don't think that the church should have a posture of silence either, right? right. Because right. You, can't, right. you can't be completely silent and just hope that it'll go away, right? There are people that feel a certain way, that are hurt, that are angry, and because of the injustice, and injustice is talked against within scripture, and there should be... A couple of months ago, I called myself a Christian idealist. And this is where this is where the idealism comes in, right? Because I still feel that the church, right, the local church should be the place where people should come to for refuge, for healing, right? For for a shoulder, right? And um it's hard for that to, to take place when a lot of this, for whatever reason, is also put um, at the foot of the church as far as blame, 
Right. 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 Blame. So, like, the church shouldn't be blamed for this. Did the church have a hand or have something to do with slavery years ago? Yes. Some did. did. Some. Right. Right. Did Southern church Christians have slaves? Yes. But also. Right. Right. So. Uh Yeah, but I, I was just wondering. Right, well, but, but, there are, but there are Christians that are in the time of slaves that also were responsible, that were against it, and they were also a part of the freeing of slaves, right? right? Helped Harriet Tubman, right? The Quakers helped Harriet Tubman, right? So, you know, you can't just throw it all on the hands. It's like um it, it's it's like it's like Polish Jews demanding uh an apology, even though they have from the Catholic Church for their hand. In, in in Nazi Germany for the hand and what happened in World War Two. Yeah, the, the, the funny thing is what you're talking about is is funny how um so we're 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 so we're you're talking like macro right a macro right. Right? exactly but so let's I'm gonna bring it to a micro level right in in this sense is that it's funny is that how um you know scripture tells us that right as far as the east is from the west. Right, your sin has been forgotten. Right, it's been forgiven. Doesn't say that the consequences of that sin have gone away, but it says you've been forgiven of those sins. Um, and it's interesting how, you know, a lot of people that want you want your your personal so if I your personal sins forgiven and forgotten, right? Well, yeah, that was the old me. Well, why can't you deal with me? With the new me, with the me now me, we we tend to want to do that on the macro level too, you know. And I, and it's just perspective. I'm not, you know, it's not about getting in the weeds about well this that. But it's it's the idea in a kind of a, a larger sense that, you know, we why do we keep revisiting the sins of the past, and we keep bringing them to the to the generation of the future, when we don't want our sins of the past brought up to you know, it's like if I tell your kids, oh, do you know all the things your dad did when when he was blah, 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 blah. Like that, that's irrelevant. That's that's not who their dad is now. And I think by and large, that's not who the church is now, right? The church isn't going out saying, let's enslave people. The church isn't going out now going, hey, let's do these these terrible things. Now, are, have people in the have either people in the church that might have said or done terrible things? Of course. Have we done or said terrible things after our salvation? Of course. of course, right? So I think I think that's as as we kind of navigate this, it's not about saying that, you know, oh, because it's in the past, you forget it. But it's it's saying is is because now where we are now, how do we deal with it now? You know, Mary Magdalene, right, or or whatever. You know, we don't, you know, if, if someone was a prostitute for thirty years, is is that how you bring it up every time something happens? Well, what what do you know? You you were you were complicit in prostitution, right? You wouldn't do that, right? Um, and I think and I think that's for me. 
I think that's helpful, and that's how it becomes a helpful way to have a conversation, is we un- we acknowledge the past, but how do we move forward? Yeah. How do we come to a place of healing? How do we come to a place of... Understanding. Right? Of connection. Because as um, Joaquin and I, we were talking earlier, we were trying to put this thing together, right? Because, all right, so one race... The ministry one race is I don't I don't even know if it's outside of Atlanta, but I know it's big in Atlanta. But like the one thing that I have against one race and they do this whole walk up um, Stone Mountain here in Georgia and whatever. Right. But then it's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Right? Everybody gets together, race, they get together to do this whole rally and they, this whole um, outreach thing. But then the black people go back to the black church. The white people go back to the white church. Spanish people go back to the Spanish church. Asian people go back to the Asian church, right? And things just go back to to how it's always been. Pause. Okay. Benaka. 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 Papi gave you two chances. I told you Papi's teaching now. You could be here, but you... Can't play in front of the camera, okay? And you can't make noise, okay? Stay over here, stay as quiet as you can, okay? So then we can do our show, okay? Parenting at its finest. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Right? So, and I think that that's where real change needs to take place, right? The, what I like about, Visiting renovation is that when you visit renovation, right, even if you go to the to their to the website, you see the leadership um, is diverse, right? The, the worship team, diverse, right? It's multicultural. The church, diverse and multicultural. And you see that. And you see that those are inroads, right? But, I mean, I don't remember who it was that said it, but the most segregated place is church on Sunday morning or afternoon, right? No matter how diverse, I know, and I've said this, and we've had this conversation, like a church is as diverse as their leadership, right? I say this. Joaquin doesn't say this. He probably doesn't agree with me, but no, I say this. I a think church, a church, well, I think, I think it's a church is as diverse as its leadership pushes, pushes for that. You can, you know, I think that I think that if you push if you push to reach the whole community, see, I, I, it's not it's 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 the leadership's mission. So if at, it, the leadership is all white, but if if their pursuit is to reach the community and their community is a diverse community, then as you reach your community, then then diversity, I think. Um, diversity will inherently happen because because you're you're searching for that. You you know, there's not to me like if you're gonna hire a black guy or a brown guy to be on your staff because they're brown or because they're black, that's right. terrible. That's it's not it's diversity, terrible. right? It's terrible. But, it's, they're the token, right? But but if if as you grow and you're like, we need a new youth pastor and you go and you look at all candidates and you find the best one to reach your youth or to reach your young adults is black, 
brown, Indian, Asian, or whatever, and you're just like, that's the guy and that's who you hire, that's how you begin to really have diversity. But it all begins with, especially with churches, it all begins with, here's this is my community. How do we reach our community because they're lost sheep? Not because, well, we've got brown people, so we need to... We need to like Latin it up for them. And then we got to gossip <laughs> this other group. And then we, and well, that what, I'm, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying though, is that you can't, all right. I don't I'm think that far. you should, I don't think that you should call your, sir, your, your church, a diverse and multicultural church. If it's super vanilla, when you look at the leadership and when you go to the church to visit. Right. Uh, unless, I think it's okay unless, if that's unless you write, you know, if you write it as a mission, right? If you write it as part of your mission, dope. But don't put it as don't put it as a descriptor. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't put it as a descriptor because it's it's not real. Um, but I'm just I'm going off the rails, right? Um, so back. I've been I, I've been I had bring it back. So I've I've been in this place where. I feel that um, Jesus' commandment of loving the Lord with your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself, when it comes to the topic and discussion of race, is ignored. Right? It's lost. Lost in translation or just ignored for now because I'm angry. I see that Jesus. I hear that. I know it. But I'm angry right now. And no one here at um, at Legacy or at at the Overflow podcast is gonna tell you that you don't have the right to be angry. Right. Right. You have the right to be angry. Right. You have the right to be angry. But big but one. Don't, don't give your anger precedence over your faith because, and it's funny because um, and, and your anger shouldn't and don't give anger. Uh, don't let anger be your excuse to sin. Right. Exactly. Right. Because um, if you remember and you look back, <laughs> you look back in our on our episode playlist um, last year, my nephew was murdered. Right. My nephew was murdered by by a young white kid, and my nephew is gone, and this kid is still walking around having gotten away with murder. And the reason why there was no investigation was because, and I don't say this to 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 um to start to start anything, but it was basically, you know, it's another Latino kid who started trouble who we already have a record of him having episodes where we were called to his mother's house because my nephew um my nephew had had medical issues, and when he's off his meds, he was off his rails, right? Um, so because of that, another Spanish kid fighting, acting, acting, acting out, wilding out. So yeah, it's justified, right? And I'm not saying that again. I'm not saying that to start anything, but I'm bringing that up because that was a real test of faith for me. Because I was angry, and I talked to Joaquin. I, I we shared this on an episode of the podcast. I was angry, and 
I, <laughs> I, I contemplated many times going back to Pennsylvania, going back to this kid because I knew his house. I knew where he. Li- I know where he lives. I know where he hangs, and just beating him within an inch of his life, and then driving back to Georgia feeling satisfied for like the first ten minutes. Right. Um, right. You know, I've had friends, friends like back in the day, friends, and I don't mean. I don't just mean, you know, friends that I knew from high school, but I mean, back in the day, the old Jay friends who like hit me up, say, hey, you already, like literally, I, 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 I saved this text message. You know how we used to do. Just let me know where to meet and we'll take care of this the way we used to, right? That's, that says nothing and it says everything right right um but like the hardest thing that i had to do that i had to learn was to love this kid that killed my nephew right right to right. forgive him and love him and pray for him because that is what jesus wants us to do you know george floyd was murdered right but but does that mean that we have to use what happened as an excuse to speak and react and respond through our anger, right? Or do we use this as a reason and as a way to build up our faith, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much it angers us, and realize that that cop and those cops and those people, right, still deserve and need us to pray for them, to forgive them, right? And to love them because that is the fulfillment and the fullness of loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Because what bad we do or we have done, right? We always want the response to be understanding and love, right? Even if it means that we're gonna go to prison, right? Even if it means we're going to go to prison, right, or we're going to be punished or whatever, right? My son, who you see, he's up here with me because he was not listening to his mother and he was acting up and wilding out. And he got his Pikachu stuffed doll taken away from him. And when I asked him what happened, he wanted me to give him his, his Pikachu back. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do that because your mother took it away from you. For whatever reason, I'm not, I wasn't down there. And his response to that was, I just wanted to play with my Pikachu, right? So I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that he probably did like threw it at her or did something way out of pocket. Right. But, right. but at that moment, as he was punished and he was sitting in the corner, he just wanted to be heard. He wanted to be forgiven so he can get his Pikachu back and go about his business and play. But there are consequences. The thing is that judgment is not ours to give. Right. Right. Our form of justice will never be God's form of justice. Right. Right. Justice for George Floyd. Yes. But um, (laughs) as my wife told me when my nephew was murdered, what I wanted and I was fighting and I was using that too. I want justice for Jeremy justice for Jeremy. And she shook me to my 
innermost being. She shook me to my core when she said, well, do you want him to receive your justice or are you a man of God and you're going to pray that he does not receive God's justice? Right? And right. that like shook me. First of all, firstly, because I wasn't expecting that response from her. So that's when I could say like Jesus did, you know, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but the Holy Spirit right because she hasn't known or has oh, studied long enough to know those things or to speak that way to me i had a joaquin told me that though i would have dismissed it so god knows exactly what he's doing right and and loving our neighbor it can't always be easy right right and loving our neighbor it can't always be the neighbor that we chill with and that we hang with Right. And loving our neighbor, it's um, it's the people that hurt us also. Right? Well, it's funny. It's funny because you're talking about that loving your neighbor. But I think that um, I, I, it brought to mind um, when uh, when uh, well, two two pieces of scripture. Right. So let's go. Let's go to Jesus. Right. Everybody always wants to go to Jesus. until <laughs> Jesus says something hard and then. Everybody wants to talk about, well, but, you know, I'm allowed to defend myself and murder somebody, right? So, um, let me, let's go to Jesus, right? What did Jesus say? Matthew chapter 5, if you want to pull it up. Matthew chapter 5, verse 38. You have heard it said. You have heard it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn him, turn to him also the other. Turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you, take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If anyone forces you to go a mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Um, but then the very next, right after that, he says what? You have heard, you have heard it, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and praise for, pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, sends rain on the just and on the unjust. If you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And I think that um, right, that that with the the idea of your neighbor, right? All that all that is is part of the same mesh. Right. right. You know, yes, love your neighbor, but guess what? It's easy to love your neighbor when the neighbor agrees with you. It's easy to love your neighbor when your neighbor does what you say he should do or he thinks how you think he and that's and I think part of that's the part of the problem that we we're having now and it and it's made itself so glaring is that with social media and with all that stuff is that you can't, you know, if you think one way, the other person thinks the other way, then immediately there's no, okay, I hear what you're saying. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Where can we meet in the middle? It's you're wrong. You're wrong. That you're wrong. You can't think that way. And then the other person gets defensive and vice versa. So then everyone's speaking to each other defensively. Right. right. Everyone is, everyone is talking, but no one's conversing. No one's listening. Right, so we're gonna go old school right Ooh. now. Right, we're gonna go old school. 
And we're going to go to um, to Leviticus 19, 9 through 18, where Jesus was quoting the loving your neighbor as yourself. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to read all of it so you can see how how this was law and fulfillment. Right. So when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge. Neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. You shall not steal. You shall not deal falsely. You shall not lie to one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely and so profane the name of your God. I am your Lord. You shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wages of a hired worker shall not remain with you all night until morning. You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall not do injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart. Right. You shall not. But you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people. This one, this one got me. This one got me a little, a little like in my feelings. Right. Right. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord, right? And, and it's important in, in, in these days and these times, right? Because again, like you said, you know, love your enemy, right? You know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Everyone is our neighbor. <laughs> The cop that killed Floyd, George Floyd, is our neighbor. What he did was wrong. That's an injustice that needs to be paid for. Um, yes, protest, right? Like I said, I also protested. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> right, right. But, but, you know, while you're protesting and while you're angry, right, never forget to pray. For those that hurt us, never forget to pray for those that cause injustice. Never forget, and not pray that God's um, that God's justice comes and smite them and their families for generations and generations. Right, right. But rather, remember and realize that these are also souls souls set up for salvation. Right, that the cops are also souls in need of salvation, are also souls and lives and people that are loved by God as much as George Floyd is loved by God, right? As much as George Floyd was able, even after all of his crimes and all of his, and all of his past, he was able to meet God and, you know, turn his life around. These guys too. And that was a hard lesson that I had to learn last year, 
that I fought against. I fought against right. God. Right. I fought against the Holy Spirit every time that, you know, that I was reminded and I was taught that and I was told that over and again. That's why I'm wiping tears from my eyes now because it is a hard lesson to learn. But it is for those of us that call ourselves Christians, that say that Jehovah is our God, it is what we should be doing. While we're protesting, while we're praying for justice to be served, we are also, we also, we all also should be praying that, um, that God meets these people. It doesn't change what they did. It doesn't, um, we don't have to, we don't have to forgive what they did, right? Because that's not, it's not for us anyway to forgive them or to condemn them, right? The family of George Floyd seemingly has forgiven them already. The family of George Floyd is begging and asking for people to stop the violence and stop the riots, right? Because apparently it's not going to honor the legacy of George Floyd and what he was doing for his community, right? And we need to take all those things into account, but also take into account that we have to love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and love our neighbor, including these four cops and all the other cops that seem to have an abuse of power syndrome, um, we have to love them as we love ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Because, and we have to realize and recognize that the God that we serve commands us to do that because he loves them. And it sucks. I'm not going to be here and lie to you and be like, yeah, the super Christian, whatever. It sucks. It sucks. We just celebrated the anniversary of my nephew's murder. And it sucks. But in the end, in the words of Chris Tomlin, our God is greater. Right? Our God is greater than all of this. And we have to recognize and realize that um that this is a, this, regardless of anything, this is all still a sin problem. This is all still uh, an outpouring of the brokenness of man, of mankind, right? Not of man as in that person, but of mankind. This is all a response to the curse of the sin in the garden, right? So protest, yes, protest. Hold your sides. Like demand justice for the death of George Floyd and the death of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and everybody else, because it's not going to stop now with George Floyd. There'll be many more after. Well, and, there, but, and there's there, many more that we haven't even heard of. Right, right. But but with all of that, recognize that it's a sin problem, and the only way we can fight against sin is through prayer and repentance. Right, prayer and repentance. The sin problem. We can't do anything about that. Only God can, right? Only God can. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say that if you found yourself sinning or that if you have sinned because you have given yourself into your anger, into your wrath during all of this, because of all of this, then, yeah, you must also repent. Yeah. Must also yeah. 
and pray and pray. And, it's, and it sucks to tell you that what God wants for us is to pray for the lives and the souls of these people that cause these problems and, and kill and, and abuse their power, right? But that's the Jesus thing to do. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the first step. My only thing I would add to that, and it's the thing I've been saying and saying and saying and saying, is that it was funny because within the scripture, you know, Jesus a little earlier talks about letting your light shine before others, right. and and so, but here's the thing, right? Um, the light that shines, you know, and even when Jesus says a city on a hill cannot be hidden, right? But but here's the thing, that light shines in the area where it's at. Right. It doesn't go beyond those borders. And I think that something to think about as as you pro you know what I'm saying, protesting, protest, injustice is, is, uh that's fantastic. And we need to do that. Bring light to these things. But then we also, like Jay said, check your anger. And I would add, take that and how can you how can you take that 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 protesting and how can you take that want that wanting of change and bringing it to your community. What is your city? Be the light in your city, right? Yeah. To be a city taker, huh? To pull one out from way back <laughs> in the day. Uh-huh. Well, well, but be a light in your city, right? Because uh, you live in Atlanta. What happened was in Minneapolis. While it's great to protest here in Atlanta over what happened in Minneapolis and over all the other injustices, but then what can we do to change where we are at? And I think that I think that um, I think that's also very important. You know, taking take that anger and instead of you causing you to sin, use it righteously and you and you use it as a way to to affect change in, in where you are, because that's where it all starts anyway. Right. Jay can't tell me to be a good father until he practices how to be a good father at home. Right. I can't tell I can't tell someone how to do something unless I know how, unless I'm practicing I'm working on it myself and I think that's important we got to take those steps right it's all about those steps protest but then how can we use this anger and this hurt to cause change where we are and to be light as believers in our community because that's where we're supposed to be light anyway right not on that's Twitter right. not on you know Facebook or YouTube, or any of these other places where we're trying to reach other people, how how are we being light where we're at? And I think that's very important. I think that's something that gets lost in a lot of these conversations is, you know, everybody talks about a national, there's a national issue, but guess what? It all it all gets worked out where you're at. Where you are. You know, so, um, that's what I would say. This kid right here, this kid right here, um, asked me last week, um, I think last week or earlier this week, he asked me about everything going on because he sees and he hears bits and pieces of conversation. And he got really emotional when I told him what was going on, but he got really emotional because he, his response to this was, you know, that's happening because people aren't praying to God, right? And I mean, Jesus himself said, you have to be as a child, right? Right. right. Um, and no one's telling him this, no one's telling him what to say. Like we were just having a conversation. I was trying to find like easy words because he's only five. 
And he was like, but Papi, that is only happening because people aren't praying to God. They're not listening for him. And like, mind blown, right? Out of the mouth of babes. So, you know, to repeat, to repeat Seba, right? Pray to God, but pray not for justice and not for condemnation, but pray to hear the Holy Spirit speak to you and tell you to give you to give you peace, to give you understanding, but then also tell you what it is that you should do. What it is that you should do. Right, Seba? Yes, I think that's it. I don't think it could be said any any better than that. So as always, that's it. We're done. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, you know, like Jay said, pray, ask for peace, ask for understanding, and ask God how you can step, how you can be a light in your community to help fight injustice. How about that? As always, I'm Joaquin. Still Jay, and this is... Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> hey, guys. Peace. We love you. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Remember to go to the overflowpodcast.com to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist on Spotify.